Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Monday, 20th November, 2023. Our bit today comes from Luke 9, verse 23, which says, If anyone will come after or follow me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Oh, another Monday, another day of work, we complain. But let's look at it from another perspective now. In the first place, we should be thankful we do have a job to go to, for many of our fellow citizens don't have one and would gladly trade your situation for theirs. Then what about this perspective? I have a job and thus I'm able to keep a roof over my head and put food on my table. My family is not homeless or starving. We might be finding things a bit rough in this unstable and directionless economy, but we are amongst the blessed few. That's for sure, my brethren. And that ought to be fuel enough for a fire, for a passion for life and Jesus Christ, under whose safe umbrella we are sheltered and looked after in good style. But sadly, that's one of the major downfalls of our Christian society. We think we should be entitled to an easy life. What with all the amenities in our technology-driven world? And as soon as something doesn't go the, be- sorry, the way we believe it should, we throw up our hands and complain from now till next never and threaten to give up. Oh, we Christians today are such whimsome people. It isn't funny. As the body of Christ, his church, we've gotten both individually and collectively frail and feeble, forgetting the tough but interesting and rewarding things which we experience with Christ at the helm of our earlier lives. But now the words giving up something for Christ sacrificing for his benefit have become anathema to us. Yes, truly living for Christ has become repugnant and hateful to his believers who only want to live the abundant life without having to lift a finger to enjoy it. And I hope it will be of benefit to remind us here of what we signed up for when we became disciples of Christ. Jesus said it does. If anyone will come after or follow me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. No, friends, that is, is, sorry. No, friends, that is explicit as it can get. One commentator explains it does. Jesus called those who wish to be his disciples to discipline themselves in their everyday life by living in a way that is honoring to him and others. And there is no hemming and hawing about that. You are either willing to sacrifice on behalf of Jesus and others, or you are not. And unfortunately, that is a lifelong process. 
And that's why believers are the laughing stock of our community. We talk a great talk, but our walk is far from credible. Now, here are a few more commentaries on discipleship. This one says, a disciple of Jesus is someone who is following Jesus, being changed by Jesus, and is committed to the mission of Jesus. Now, how many of us supposed believers can we say are truly committed to the mission of Jesus by the works that we do it? Not a whole lot. For being a disciple is more than just being a follower. In the time of Jesus, the relationship between a disciple and master or teacher was deep commitment and loyalty by both the teacher and the disciple. Nowadays, though, you certainly don't see too many of us showing that deep commitment and loyalty to Jesus. What we are these days are more like fans of Jesus rather than disciples, as this commentary explains. It says, in contrast to a disciple is what many call a fan. This is best illustrated by comparing the fan of a sports team with one of the players on the field. A fan sits on the sideline and cheers on their team. They may invest some time in learning about their team and they may invest in purchasing some of the appropriate swag so that they can fly the team colors. But the fan watches the performance from the stands or watches the games on TV, but they do not get directly involved. And if their team disappoints them, they may switch their allegiance to one they find more satisfying. No, that's what so many of us do. Watch from the sidelines and offer up glib, empty promises and move from church to church seeking to satisfy our inner lust. However, that's not how true disciples operate. This commentary tells us that disciples are those who are not content to watch from the sidelines. Their commitment to the Savior means they are actively engaged in the kingdom, even if it is inconvenient or difficult, or even if they don't fully understand what Jesus is asking of them. For example, when the angel Gabriel told Mary that she would be the mother of the Son of God, even without perhaps knowing all that would be required of her, she nevertheless responded with faith and declared, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And you can find that in Luke 1, 38. Yes, friends, those are the realities of the true disciple. And you see the different responses to Jesus calling Peter, Andrew, James, and John, and that of the young rich man. Jesus said to the first four, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men and they straightway left their nets and followed him. And that's Luke 4, 19 to 20. They left lucrative businesses simply to follow a rabbi they didn't know. 
but the pull must have been very strong for them to just walk away from everything they had spent their whole lives building. But that's the kind of obedience and loyalty Jesus desires from his followers. Meanwhile, the young, the rich young ruler's response to Jesus' words was entirely different. When Jesus told him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, take up thy cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved for he had great possessions. And that comes from Mark 10, 21 to 22. Now, who knows if Jesus really expected the fellow to sell all his possessions and give away the proceeds to the poor. But he was surely testing the level of his devotion to God. <coughs> Excuse me a moment. Yes, he was surely testing the level of the fellow's devotion to God. And unfortunately, that's how many of us react to God's challenges with a sad, grieved countenance. But please, friends, although none of us want to go through the fiery furnace, let's remember what we signed up for, just that if the Lord deems it necessary. Now, let's go to the throne of grace through a Monday morning battle hymn, asking for grace and mercy to live up to our promises. As one voice, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ despite the mass confusion in our world. Heavenly Father, you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Yes, we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but you are a merciful, forgiving and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray and sincerely seek your face. So we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading for wise guidance and direction to, to alleviate our problems. Oh Father, please ease the pain of the many suffering from negative situations now. Show them your awesome grace and mercy and faithfully keep your promise to prosper us if we turn from our evil ways. Please show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again we say, Amen. Now friends, the seed we need to sow to get divine help is ingrained right there in our prayer, where it says, Turn from our evil ways, yes. Please, let's do that now, because it's high time we've begun doing it. Much love. 
And the postscript for today says, being a disciple of Christ is not cheap or easy, but the price is surely worthwhile. And that's the indisputable truth, my people. Living sincerely for Christ is never easy, no. And he never promised that it would be easy, but he always promised that it would be worthwhile. And it certainly is. So let's get together, do what we need to do now, live sincerely for Jesus so that we could turn the hate and dumbfounded foolishness that's surrounding our world back to the actions of love, peace, and joy. And we pray that in Christ's strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. 